This is the Patriots Training Camp Cast. The Patriots Training Camp Cast is your source for all the news from Patriots Training Camp. Well, I do still watch the news. Practice is over, but the writers of Patriots.com have you covered. What did I miss yesterday? Now, here to review today's practice, the writers of Patriots.com. That's right. Paul Perillo, Mike Dussault with you um, at the conclusion of day seven and the second time, Mike, that we've seen the team in full pads. Yep. Um, I thought this this practice was maybe not quite as physical and intense with all the running that the first one with pads was, but the energy, uh, I thought, over the last half of this workout uh, was probably about as high as I've seen it. A lot of... Uh, a lot of jaw-jacking going on between the offense and defense. A lot of competitiveness. Uh, there was actually some tackling. I'm not sure it was supposed to be by design, but uh, I thought the, the last hour or so today was uh, was pretty fun stuff to watch. It was. I enjoyed it. We had one-on-ones, you know, def- offensive and defensive line going against each other. We had defensive backs uh, and linebackers covering wide receivers, running backs, tight ends. So a uh, lot to see, and, and i got to be honest, this is the first day I've, I've, I've felt encouraged about the offense. I thought they're starting to string some plays together. Certainly the last, I guess the second-to-last sequence before they actually went on the goal line uh, in red zone 11s was, was a nice sequence they had. The first play was, you know, contested catch to Parker over Gonzalez and know some debate was he pushing off what they called it or not you know it's it's a bread and butter play for them at this point I'm not really that, that would, would they have called it or not yeah absolutely in question I've seen many times that does not get called yeah and we know that they got that <clears> in the bag but still they completed it tough play for Christian Gonzalez uh you know Juju Smith-Schuster then in the back of the end zone probably you know just one of the best red zone plays uh that we've seen so far so a nice touchdown for them they were all really excited Juju talked about it after practice that you know they the defense had been getting them they finally got them so uh just a you know I know a lot of people were kind of hyping things up on offense yesterday I didn't really feel that way <laughs> I didn't see um it. I I, but today I feel like you know there, there's some progress and they're starting to string some plays. Yeah, together. I would agree with you. I thought that that string was was probably the highlight. Um, and then even after that, in terms of enthusiasm, more uh, defense pushing back yeah. on the on the final goal, goal. line plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, they they could not really run it in. They got in, I think, on the the last of four attempts. It looked like Pierre Strong yeah. sort of squirted his way through low. Uh, but even that was a struggle. And these plays were from the one. Um, so they. The defense did a good job of, of uh, bowing up there when they needed to. So some good stuff. I, I like to me what what really stood out to me was the energy and the the enthusiasm uh, that was generated. That started, I thought, with the one on ones. The during one on ones, the ball really. I mean, you should complete virtually every pass, and that was the case. Uh, the, the the wide receivers with the entire field to work with and no pass rush to to prevent them from getting open. Uh, did a great job of getting open, and they were happy about it. Yep. And I don't think that the defensive backs were happy with the results, uh, you know, with the, the, the ensuing celebrations that were going on. So that, I think, sort of started it, and then that left the, I thought, the intensity at that level the rest of the way, which is really nice to see. I thought there was some good juice today. Um, just uh, real quick, uh, again, no time Montgomery. You know, that's five in a row now. Uh, Therese Hall for the third time. Still not seeing any uh, Cole Strange, um, you know, in any of these reps. And a lot of guys uh, heading down to the the lower fields for some rehab work. Uh, you know, Trent Brown still not really doing anything. Judon really still uh, doing a lot of that stuff. Tyquan Thornton today spent a good amount of time on the lower field. So some of the – and Ramondre didn't get any carries again um, with the pads on. So um, some, some good news, bad news there. I would say that with the intensity – in the in in the overall energy level, I thought was great in the last half. But 
like to see some of these guys uh, maybe get uh, get healed up and and get back in the mix. Yeah, there was one one, one in particular one on one where I think Devontae Parker put like six moves on a guy, and it was about seven seconds to the ref, and, and then they yeah. completed it. It was like, all right, um, but Pop Douglas, Pop Douglas had. If a they really had the nice 1994 <laughs> Dallas Cowboys offensive line, that play would have gone off without a hitch. But other than that, I'm not sure. Yeah, ni- nice downfield catch by Pop Douglas, though. Um, you know, so they 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 had some plays. Trade uh, got to point out Trey Nixon too. Um, had a nice play with with Zappy too downfield. Nice nice throw by Zappy. Yeah, and I thought you know for the first time really even going back to the spring, Jack Jones was doing a lot of chasing today, but a lot of biting. We've seen that a little bit. The over aggressiveness. I thought Nixon um, easily got past him on that deep ball that you're talking about, Mike. And there was another one in the end zone that he he kind of got left uh, behind. Um, a lot of Marcus Jones today too in the in the uh, in the secondary with. Christian Gonzalez, which I thought was interesting. Some different looks, and we're getting some mixing and matching as Evan Lazar comes in. So Love before it. we just talk about any more of this minutia, I, do you agree with uh, Mike and I? We're kind of, we were enthused about the enthusiasm at yeah. the practice today. Yeah, look, I, I wanted to come in here because yesterday I ride on the offense for two straight hours on Unfiltered. <laughs> and <laughs> you wanted to come make sure he showed up. <laughs> and showed right. up the next I, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, uh, I don't have too big of an ego to think that they listen to me rag on them, and that's what fueled their best practice at training camp so far. But uh, maybe I'll take credit for it anyways. But the biggest thing is is that yesterday I I try to give it to people straight. And yesterday I felt like a little bit overblown how – great there a good yeah. offensive day this that. i couldn't believe the re- the reactions right. that we got yeah. after we were done with our radio right yeah. and now today the reason why i didn't want to go there yesterday is because i was like let's wait and see if they can actually put together a really good day on offense and today i thought that they put together a really good day on offense and it wasn't just as I'm not trying to take away from him because he was good, Mac and the and the starters were good. All three rounds were 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 kind of lighting up the defense at one point. Yeah, and I, that is, I think, what you really haven't seen from this team in I, I want to say almost years at, at this point is a day in trading camp where you can say a clear, decisive victory for the offense over the defense if you're into that sort of thing. And I, I thought what really stood out to me out of all of it with Mac is you started to see a lot of the plays that Bill O'Brien a lot of his core concepts in the passing game just hitting exactly how he he draws them up when he puts them on the whiteboard you know throws to Kasicki to Juju those are the types of plays over the middle of the field that that's the Bill O'Brien offense that's that's when the ball's out on time Uh, they create separation with different alignments and you know stack with stack alignments bunches things like that those are the types of things that he really bases his entire shotgun passing offense off of and I thought today they were clicking they were hitting it on time they were getting open there, there was guys that were legitimately getting open I thought they were causing some confusion today which yes. may be as important as anything because we know that you know they don't have that yeah. stud that's just going to go out and win every one-on-one matchup I thought um, that touchdown to Juju clearly there was a lot of pre-snap confusion in the secondary Mills yep. and Jonathan Jones were going back and forth they were moving Jones was late sort of adjusting to what Mills was telling him to do Something to keep an eye on, by the way. We've talked a lot about this sort of on an abstract level. What happens without Devin McCourty back there? You know, they're telling us there's a lot of different guys that can do that. So just something to keep an eye on. I'm not going to pretend to tell you who was wrong and why on that play, but I just saw a lot of talking pre-snap and then a guy break open. 
for a nice touchdown. Beautiful toe tap in the back of the end zone. One of the best plays of uh, the entire camp. Out of everything that I, I think Bill O'Brien does that I, I've seen now that we've got to actually watch a Bill O'Brien offense in practice, his stress that he puts on coverage rules like in those types of situations with the way that receivers release off the line of scrimmage you're covering a slot receiver so you most of the time expect him to break inside and then all of a sudden he's breaking outside but then he's breaking back inside and these types of things really confuse switches at the line of scrimmage or you know different types of ways that defenses guard stacks you know, two receiver sides, bunch formations, things like that. And it makes it so easy for the quarterback to see the receiver winning early in the down because he knows, okay, this guy's got body positioning on the defender. He's going to break one way and the defender is going to be, you know, out leveraged and I'm just going to be able to make this throw quickly. And, and those types of plays Juju said at the end of pra- at the, his press conference, I asked him about the touchdown and, and he was like kind of over the moon about it. Like oh, yeah. he was like, Oh, we finally, we've been working on that. We've been working on it off on the side field uh, during special teams periods. We've been talking about how can we get the defense on this? And Mac made the check and we finally pulled one over on the defense. And I think that they were, they were pretty elated about that. Yeah. I, and I think the group uh, overall, and that was my big takeaway today was uh, I think that they felt, uh, they felt good about themselves. And it probably was the first time they could say that, after a full week of practices, uh, we're going to be back at it here. There's no no rest for the weary right now. It's still every day. So we're going to have uh, practice again tomorrow, same time, 945. Um, tip, as they say, uh, for training camp practices. We don't call it a kickoff because there's no actual kickoff. So um, any any last uh, uh, I points say you want to make? Strange, not, no Cole Strange today. Um, yeah. You know, just worth bringing up that. Um, but otherwise, I think they were good and, you know, Thyric. Pitts, their new addition at wide receiver, was out there, made a catch. I saw he caught him. a nice crosser <laughs> yeah. from Trace McSorley. Yeah, yeah, so right in the mix there. Um, and uh, and otherwise, I just I'm gonna we never talk about it, but I'm gonna give Brandon Schooler a shout out. I just I think he deserves to be highlighted. They've had two onside kicks. They've tried to swing on him this this practice, you know, preseason schedule. He's picked up both of them. It's just watching him in practice. He's like a good player, you know. I know. It's, I almost regret asking. Yeah, I'm sorry for that, Paul. But I, I do think I, I want to highlight Brandon Schooler there for a second. <laughs> did you uh, guys do any O line, D line, one on one? Well, I didn't. Uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you about that because that's not where you guys were. That yeah. definitively. Evan is a was better, watching that. I was look. watching the one on one. So yeah. we could maybe talk about that. Um, uh, we'll talk about it off air. I mean, I want to drag the, the podcast too far, but I will say, end of practice, the goal line stuff. There was some mixing and matching on the offensive line. Bill Murray was out uh, at times. They had Cody Russi, um, I think um, Mafi, uh, Antonio Mafi was in w- where he has been, but they were sort of mixing and matching left guard, right guard, some changes really for the first time because it's been Murray. Um, you know, I wonder if maybe he's nursing whatever was bothering him at the end of that practice the other day or if it's time. If these rookies, you know, Russi's yeah. a second-year guy, uh, Mafi, maybe these guys – Took a week, yeah, and now they're ready to sort of sort of assert themselves. Yeah, those goal line run periods, that with this offensive line, with how many guys are injured, that is a huge mismatch. The Patriots' defensive starting defensive line against uh, yeah. all Davis these backups and, and rookies and things <laughs> yeah. like that. They're it, missing three starters. That's a mismatch. Yeah. But uh, you mentioned the one on ones just quickly. Keon White had by far the best 
one-on-one pass rush rep during that period go uh, outside inside move on uh, Connor McDermott and I don't think McDermott got a hand on him I mean just went right around him I know that hurts you to I, say. Know, that, I know that was it's, you know it's true that was a one of the better reps of the period and to the point about Bill Murray he got beat both times that he went in one-on-one so I do think that it's time that uh, Mafia is he's just a cinder block like he's just a stout we all said the day of the draft that was the one that really stood out to us out of those three guys he he most looked the part so we'll watch that i think it's time to to start uh, really taking notice of who's playing in those spots with those young guys and seeing if they're ready to move in so we'll be back tomorrow and we'll give you all the latest at patriots training camp